0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys Live after a unfortunate one week break uh, that was not intended after our WrestleMania break. Uh, we were hoping to hit every week, but Tom, you were the sick monkey. I didn't didn't put that out on uh, Twitter who it was, but it was you. Uh, are you feeling better, Tom? That's the important thing.
1: I'm probably about 95%, still a little sinus stuff going on, uh, but for the most part, compared to where I was a week ago tonight, um, Great, very great, very great. And yeah. the irony here is I'm pretty confident I got sick because I went to my first live wrestling show in thirty plus months.
0: <laughs> well, the things we do for this podcast. Um, I should say too, if anybody notices that Tom sounds just a little quiet. I can tell you're kind of talking a little quietly. It's not uh his voice or anything. He's in a hotel room. We're doing this. Uh Tom is live on assignment uh for two spot monkeys in uh, in the Detroit area I think somewhere um but uh, no he's in a hotel room so he's just trying to be a good neighbor and not wake up his uh neighbors as we talk about the wacky world of pro wrestling let's start actually with what you just said Tom uh you got to go to your first live show in 30 months what w- that was since we last recorded obviously uh how to go what was the experience it was your first GCW show um you got your first AEW show coming up or no did you go to it
1: no, AEW is in June. In June.
0: That's right. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. you'd, you'd gone to that yet. GCW, you got to go to, though. Um, how how to go? What was it? What was it like?
1: Yeah, so the, despite the fact that I came down with the head cold thing and the sinus junk, which was pretty nasty, no regrets. Uh, no and regrets. And yes. No yeah. Uh No, great time. GCW was a lot of fun. Uh, I would have loved to have talked more about it last week because it would have been more timely, and I think it would have been more more clear in my mind, uh, the experience I had back on uh, the 23rd of April. Nonetheless, I'll just say the Briscoes are insane. Um, Bandito Live is a gem, uh, and the, the ceiling uh, is super high for Nick Wayne. Uh, there's so much more I could talk about, but I'll just say those things and just say I can't wait to go to GCW again. Um, also, just a bananas atmosphere just like, and like when I say that, I mean, not just like their presentation, like the venue, the crowd, like that's, that that it's, it's, it's a trip, it's a trip type of experience. And I would, and I would imagine that that's how it is anywhere you go, because I think GCW probably caters to, you know, a, a fan base of a specific breed or type I don't necessarily know that I fall into that. So being around that, you know, for people watching and for uh, just the atmosphere to to soak it in and um, to, to breathe it in, um, which I probably shouldn't have been breathing it in because that's how I got sick. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's what it was. And again, so like, and we talked about it here. Like I had seen the big Hammerstein GCW show earlier in the year and, and, and had enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, you know, had had some takeaways and some lows uh and then going from that to live uh in person was 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 fun
0: and i've heard a lot of people say that the hammerstein wasn't it and and i can see it from the other shows that i have seen wasn't a hundred percent gcw because new york has so many strict laws about blood and things like that and there's almost always a death match you got two in detroit i think if i remember right or maybe just one no two um You know, there's almost always something like that. Um, Plus, you had a high incident match, uh, which ended in a draw, which I got to admit, it's a little bit of a weak way out. Now, I haven't seen it as it played out. Maybe it played out much better had I watched it. But when I read it, I was just like, man, that's a match you have to, like, settle something. And then to do a draw with it, I understand. But yet, I don't know. Did it come off better, like, live than than me reading the...
1: So I, I, I thought the finish was creative. Okay. Um, if you were if you see the finish or if you've seen photos, um, the, the, the ending was not equal for both teams. So you could have, in essence, ruled that team A beat team B. That's of course not the story. So, right. um, you know, they kind of overlooked that. It, no one in no one in the crowd that I could tell was not um pleased. Uh they everyone got got, got on with with the, with the finish and again that match like literally like was brutal. Like again, poor well, Mark
0: crazy poor, individuals.
1: Poor poor Mark Briscoe.
0: Well, I don't know, he does it to himself. Um I, I love Mark Briscoe but Yeah, yeah. Uh, and thoughts out to Mark and his family. Um, obviously, last weekend, I have heard his, his wife got to go home, so that's good. She was rushed to the hospital with some pregnancy complications, so they had to miss um, both GCW and, uh, and PWG last week, which I'm sure they hated doing, but obviously far, far more important things were going on. So good thoughts to Mark and his wife and his family. I hope everything goes well. Um, I know he's got like 900 kids. So I think Jay actually has more, but um, but that doesn't matter. You're expecting another one you want it to go well. So, um, hope everything goes well for them. Uh, anything else we need to hit our, our big thing today is we're going to hit uh head to head for WWE WrestleMania backlash. Hashtag why, um, because this still feels very Y. um, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have not seen AEW we're recording on Wednesday evening. Uh, I have not seen AEW from this evening yet. Uh, I just got home from a trivia night. Tom has seen it. We're not going to talk about that, but, um, I, I'm liking a lot of what AEW is doing. I, I mean, we could spend a whole podcast talking about it. I'm sure, but I am liking what they're doing. I think they've got uh, some momentum going into Double or Nothing and some other things that I'm kind of wondering what they're doing. I will say the one thing I don't like with AEW right now: stop playing hot potato with TNT title. Stop it. <laughs> Let somebody have a run with that thing. I did. I,
1: I think we're there now.
0: I think so. I hope so. I think so too, but I hope so.
1: But I, I, I think I might have said that as well with the last title switch. So
0: sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, this this title switch, especially the the to Sammy and now back to Scorpio made made zero. Like I don't understand why you needed to do it. I don't think it added anything to any character personally.
1: I I think they are doing a really nice job, whether it's intentional, it has to be intentional. This is their product, but it doesn't necessarily feel forced that Sammy and Tainara Conti are completely like getting to the point where they're crawling under your skin and really annoying you and they're going to beat their heels. Um, and their act is, um, annoying. And so they're, they're, they're meeting, they're answering the call.
0: Right. And I like that they've laid into that. Go ahead and let them be the heels. Don't Don't try to make them the cool couple that everybody hates right now. But they're really they're really good guys we should you know oh they're not they're terrible people that's that's the that's the gimmick right now so i'm sure they're wonderful people in real life but um, their characters are terrible people so yeah i agree I'm, I'm glad they've gone that way i assume it was the intention um or if not good job pivoting but um kudos to that on them uh man again as we've said before so many people in AEW. i was thinking about some names earlier today that i'm like house of black is one i know they have a segment tonight so i'm curious to see how that goes but, uh, or had a segment tonight, or they were supposed to. But, um, man, Malachi Black feels like he should be used a lot more than they're using him. Um, it should be a lot higher up the card and, and have things going on. And and some other folks too. but we'll see. I hope also the, the Owen Hart tournament will maybe, again, Malachi Black's not in that. I just said Malachi Black. But um, some other folks, maybe will get some shine in that. I don't know. Um, but the qualifiers have been fun, even if a couple of them, especially on the women's side, have been like, why are we doing this as a qualifier like there's no way Britt Baker was losing to I don't know Rachel Rose or whoever in the world. It was she wrestled some I can't even remember who it was, but it was like come on. Really? There's nobody else. We could have put her against um, emmy Sakura. You know there's there's a bunch of women that show up on dark all the time. Use one of them, uh, and I think this girl had to. but.
1: And I'm going to use the word shame, even though shame is probably not the best fit here. It's a shame that we're unable to record when we normally would this week because the men's bracket gets finalized tonight, and it would have been nice to have picked that. It'll be underway by the time we come back next week. Yeah. Uh, again, health, 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 willing health. <laughs> again, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting that once I actually get back to 100%. Uh, breathability and healthability. ability. Uh, we, we're not missing a show again until we plan it.
0: Right. Which might not be terribly long compared to what we, uh, as the calendar we just looked at, but hopefully not. We, we're, we'll we always try to do some, uh, some backup stuff like doing a late night Wednesday night show like we are this week. So, um, well, other things may come up and, you know, if you know anything about listening to T spot monkeys, we will squirrel off into some other random topic that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Uh, at random so that'll be okay but uh, given that it is a late night it'll probably be a little shorter of a show I'm guessing Uh, we probably won't go an hour and a half in fact I know we won't because I'd like to eat dinner before I go to bed Um, so uh, let's talk head-to-head Tom the head-to-head update uh, you have the scores in front of you so I'll let you read off uh, the scores so that I may bask in my glory
1: yep absolutely so entering this week and entering this uh, pick'em you have a two-match lead you are 38-18 and I'm 36 and 20. The last event that we had scored, um, we combined the scores from WrestleMania Night One and Night Two. We were each eight and six. Uh, coming off of that, uh, with me coming in with a two-match deficit, I will be picking first today, uh, as you know has been our, our process uh, in all attempts previous, and, and unless there was, you know, you know, if you had gone in, I think if if correct me if I'm wrong, but if you would come under on the wrestlemania pick i'm like seven and seven and i was eight and six even though you were overall you'd still pick first but alas right, we
0: usually use the record from the last event and then the backup is the overall record
1: yep so. yep so that's where we are and
0: um six this? matches to pick here on this card because either they're going to do a shorter show or they can't be bothered to tell us what's going to happen um and either thing seems possible I- i'm thinking after two longer nights of wrestlemania we might be looking at a two and a half, no more than three hour show here, which would be okay. Let me ask uh the let me ask two questions before we start at Fix Tom. Um, we'll just start with that there. And uh one is are you planning to watch this show live on Sunday? And secondly, on a scale of one to ten, we started doing this last time. How excited are you for WrestleMania Backlash? Whether you're going to watch it live or not?
1: Yep. So the answer is no, not watching live. It is Mother's Day.
0: It is so, a little strange. Uh,
1: Yep. So that is a definite. Uh... I, I assumed it was, but I just wanted to ask. You. Yep. That's a definite. I will be doing many other things that day, uh, celebrating the mothers in my life and my wife, of course, mother of my children. So that's that. Um, and it's interesting because my brother, um, who we used to always watch pay-per-views together. I'm <coughs> sorry, premium live events. Um we his schedule changed, you know, at his job. So he now is free Sunday nights heading into Mondays where that wasn't the case three months ago. And we made a commitment to watch wrestling on Sundays going forward. And I said, Oh sweet, wrestling backlash. And I was like, Never mind, it's Mother's Day, dude. I can't have you over. So we are gonna, I think, plan to watch uh double or nothing. Um again, that's being that being more of a weekend, it should be okay. Um who knows I mean if if Mich- if Michigan Spring continues to be the way it is no one's gonna want to be outdoors on Memorial Day weekend because it's been just the gloomiest coldest rainiest coldest so again I can't imagine that at the end of May we're still there but so yeah so question one no uh, question two
0: three yeah I was three go three or four um, it, it- I have a trivia night. So if I watch it, it will be after like started after I get home. Given that I will probably, you know, mother's day for me is a little different in that we don't have children uh, at this point. Hopefully, hopefully will change in the future, but, uh, and my mom is in Illinois, so we won't be spending and my wife's mom is in Wisconsin. So we won't be spending time with them. We'll, we'll touch base with them and, you know, get them flowers, that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to come home from trivia night and just go downstairs to watch this show because, uh, as we'll talk about, I don't care a lot about this what's going on on this show. Uh, sorry, WB, you haven't made me care enough. Um, and and I might try to watch it Monday if I get a chance, but it, this is one of those that if if I see it, great, if I don't, I'm okay, unless on Monday I hear or Sunday night I read that. You know, oh my gosh! You go to go go out of your way to see this match or this angle, um, then I'll probably make sure I see that. But yeah, not terribly excited about this one.
1: Yeah, um, I, I am scoring our fantasy wrestling league. Uh, you know, and all of the events this week, which this falls under that. Uh, so I'm going to try to to not catch anything, catch any spoilers over over the over, you know on Sunday night into Monday. Hopefully, I can do that. I don't know why I would need to be scrolling on Facebook or Twitter. When I should be with, you know, my family. Right. Um, so, yeah, so getting up Monday and having this on, you know, and, and to your point, if it is at like a two and a half hour event, you know, getting it done before noon, you know, and having it on in the background while I work to start my day and my week wouldn't be a bad, a bad thing.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so uh, six matches, Tom, you're going to get the first pick uh, on this and uh, we're going to start with the. I I believe they're they're maybe touting it as the greatest grudge match of all time. They're not. I'm kidding. Uh, Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Uh, you made a comment before we clicked record. Do you know the story here, Tom? Why we're even having this match?
1: Absolutely not. No, I, I don't think that I can say I've watched a moment of SmackDown since WrestleMania. I, I, good news, I actually have watched both nights of WrestleMania. I've seen everything in its entirety. Um, again... You know, as, an, as a whole, enjoyable. Uh, yeah, long nights, you know. And also surprising that night two was shorter than night one. But we're not here to talk about WrestleMania. This is was the it? show okay. that follows. But, yeah. um, So, but, yeah. So, do so anyway, you want I, to
0: give me the Reader's Digest version? I would appreciate that, yes. Yes. So, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. After Corbin lost at WrestleMania, I had a, and I may butcher this a little bit. So, apologies to anybody who's listening if I say something wrong. Uh, had a version of happy talk and uh basically happy corbin laid out um that he lost because of madcap moss because madcap moss was being so selfish about the andre the giant memorial win and all of that and then madcap started telling jokes basically making fun of happy corbin corbin jumped him turned on him madcap moss is now a baby face now why they haven't changed his name to something other than madcap moss um now they've been changing names all over God's green earth. Um you know, they don't want anybody to have their real name anymore, any part of their real name. Um my goodness, I was trying to look up what Mad Cat Moss's real name is. R-
1: Riddick, Moss.
0: Riddick? Oh Ma- uh, well, yeah, Riddick Moss was what he went okay. by before. Which so his real name is not Riddick or Moss. Uh so they could go back to Riddick Moss, then that would that wouldn't get in the way of their uh new rule about everybody nobody being able to have their own name because Kaylee Ray is now Alba Fire. Um, uh, I, I could go on and on about that one. Like it's just when you've promoted these people on your program and they've won titles on your program on the USA network, and then to just change their name to Butch or Alba Fire or, uh, whatever in the world they're calling Casey Catanzaro now, Katana Chance, I think is her new name. Um, it, it's just, it, it's absolutely maddening to me. I get it, but then do it at the beginning. Don't do it three years in. Um, I, I get you want to own the property. I get all of that stuff. I really do. You know, Champa now on Raw is just Champa. Theory is just Theory. Um, Mustafa Ali, let's be honest, he's losing one of those names again. Um, Now that he's back. Um, Ah, so he'll probably be madcap by the end of this stupid story. But uh, you get the first pick, anyways. There's your Reader's Digest version. Uh, Big grudge match. Cat Moss, happy Gordon.
1: I mean, so I could see this going two different ways. You know, one is. There are two people. Yep. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't say I could go three ways because then.
0: Um, The ref could win. Who knows?
1: So Moss goes over and he stays strong as a baby face to rub it in the face of Corbin. And they middle and they continue to just do this song and dance. Corbin wins. And he, again, we're building strong heels, which you should do. However, I feel like the whole WWE landscape isn't brand centric anymore. And we'll talk about that when we get to the main event, of course. So it really is a coin flip for me. Uh, I'm going to go Moss because I think that having Corbin be embarrassed is, you know, or being the guy that's, you know, got something to fuel his story um is more important. And I'm hoping I'm right.
0: I look at this that the story could go one of two ways. Either Mad Cat Moss wins, like you said, or... Madcap Moss loses, and next Friday, when I assume there are going to be main roster releases, since we just had a round of NXT releases, um, on last Friday, and I'm thinking they wouldn't do the main roster ones the week before the pay-per-view, because, hey, you might release somebody on this pay-per-view, and I think Madcap Moss would be the most likely person on this pay-per-view to get released, but you did just have him win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, so part of me thinks you might have a plan, but you're WWE, so you might not. Um, So I might be giving entirely too much credit to that. Um, I'm going to go Moss as well, just because at least if I'm booking that, you know, you know what you have in Happy Corbin. He can you can get him hot again as a heel pretty quickly. If you're ever going to do anything with Moss, now probably is your chance. Let's see what you got there. See if he can do anything. I would go Mad Cat Moss. We'll move on to the next grudge match to a rematch from Wrestlemania. Stop me if you've heard that before a few more times here. By the time we're done with this tonight, uh, Almost goes against Bobby Lashley with the new change of Almost now has a manager in MVP, which you and I both thought might have happened at Wrestlemania. Didn't it happen at the Raw after Wrestlemania? Um, so we still got there. Again. I think this would be the other spot where I could see Bobby Lashley winning and we see almost get released uh, a week or two later. Um, But I don't think so. I think almost gets his win back, even if MVP gets involved. um, I just, again, if you beat almost twice and you beat him in the arm wrestling match that they had a couple of weeks ago on Raw, I don't know if you're going to be able to rebuild him. and, And then what was the point? And what was the point of putting MVP with him? Now, we ask that question a lot on this podcast. What was the point? um and there may not be one but if you're gonna rebuild almost as a monster again for some baby face down the road whether that's drew on smackdown or and I know he's not on raw right now but I, Cody, somebody um I, I think almost needs the win here the scary part is is if it almost gets the win here probably means we get a third match and i don't know that i love that i just hope it's on raw and i can probably ignore that it happens
1: yeah so my pick is almost as well i think there's gonna be a a lot of even steven booking from what happened at mania and now what happens here um again because they're they are trying to tell long-term stories i mean and 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 you this should be the like you should have the, the cream of the crop creatively you, you sadly don't. <laughs> it's been proven. It's been proven. There are bright spots, but these, uh, and I think today we'll talk about a few that are not necessarily bright spots. I do think the follow-up to this could be something of um, a handicap match, uh, almost an MVP sure. versus Lashley. You know, and uh, Lashley has to then, you know, wants to get his hands on both. Um, you know, can, can he overcome those odds? So
0: and, and maybe that's, you know, it's eventually Lashley getting his hands on MVP. So he has to go through almost again to to get to him or you know almost protect. I, I like that idea, Tom. That's that's a story I could actually, you know, Bobby Lashley should be one of your top babyfaces. And it, and he is. Um but what do your top baby faces do on Raw right now? Because Roman Reigns is the undisputed world champion, and I guess he shows up on Raw to tell you to watch SmackDown or to, you know, build to this riveting main event that we're gonna talk about in a little bit here. Um Crabby Jim's out. Look out. Um,
1: you haven't eaten yet. So, for what's what, that? You, so you haven't eaten yet.
0: That's true. Angry so that's, Jim. Maybe, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I also, as much as I want Bobby Lashley to be strong, I don't think losing to Almost is going to hurt him. Almost is, you know, seven feet tall, 400 pounds, whatever he's built at. Um, so, losing to a huge guy like that, especially if they're shenanigans from MVP. Uh, so we're two for two on our picks. We both are picking the same. Uh, Tom, you get the first pick. Damian Priest is banned from ringside. Uh, AJ Styles will take on Edge in a, again, stop me if you're going to hear this tonight, a rematch from WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, so again, having most recently seen and caught up on WrestleMania, the idea behind Priest showing up at ringside at in that match and then aligning with Edge. And they're calling themselves Judgment Day, yeah. uh, which, which is kind of interesting. I, I, don't, I don't think we're done seeing people add to Judgment Day, so yep. I think I think the, the stipulation here is a little bit of a red herring because just because Priest isn't doesn't mean the third member or more of Judgment Day doesn't uh, show up on Sunday night. I'm going to stick with the Even Steven booking and say that Styles gets the win. However, I'm probably least confident about that of the matches that I think are rematches. I do think if a third person comes, that helps Edge win and that builds Styles' like story to want to get more revenge and how and whenever that may pay off. Um, it is long-term storytelling. And, and and again, maybe maybe it's not a pinfall. Maybe AJ wins by DQ because of the third person. Um, again, we don't have to pick you know how the match is going to end. Just pick winner and loser. So um,
0: I'm. I, and-
1: 55-45. I'm AJ, so AJ's my pick.
0: And if you were going to pick who that third person might be?
1: I believe it's Rhea Ripley.
0: Yeah, that, that's my thought, too. Uh, uh, I laughed while you were saying all of that because I thought maybe that was my ace in the hole, was that storyline that, um, that Damian Priest being banned from ringside is absolutely a red herring. I, I think the exact same thing. I think we do see a third person here, and I think it leads to Edge getting the win, so we do have a difference here. Um, I think they do that so that then they can build to next month is hell in a cell. And you could do AJ and edge and hell in a cell with the cell keeping judgment day out. Um, it would actually be something that, especially if they made this vicious enough and they have done a lot of this, like the early uh, angle that led to the WrestleMania match with, with the hair and that. that. Um, so you could tell a story where this has been violent and, and enough that a hell in a cell could be warranted. Because right now I think they're, hurting for feuds that actually feel like within the next month can end up in a hell in a cell Um, another match we're going to talk about in a minute could a couple more matches could I just don't feel like they've necessarily been built to that level of hatred I think this one's on the cusp that it could go there and if Judgment Judgment Day grows with Rhea Ripley showing up perhaps at ringside much like Damian Priest did at Wrestlemania um, and doesn't really necessarily interfere but maybe causes AJ to Slip when he's going for the forearm or you know, much like Damien Priest, kind of the same finish almost. Uh be a little careful, do something a little different in it, please. But um that I could see that leading to Hell in a Um, uh, not that we've ever not not that it's been unheard of to see people get inside the Hell in a Cell, though, too. Um maybe AJ beats all of Judgment Day in Hell in a Cell. I don't know. Um, you know, Chompa was ruined ru- ruined. <laughs> maybe, but uh it was rumored, <laughs> rumored at one time. Hopefully they don't ruin him. I love that guy. So uh, I like Chompa a lot. So uh, I'm excited to see him in Raw and hope they actually use him well. Don't have a lot of high hopes because it's WD, but um, so here's a funny thing. Just Chompa made me think of it. Uh, how many people are left from NXT black and gold, which only turned to 2.0 back in September? How many people can you think of that are really left from the black and gold to now? Like in, in NXT, in NXT 2.0, still in NXT.
1: I mean, weren't weren't uh, the tag team of Toxic Attraction there for a minute before the 2.0 switch?
0: They might have been there for a minute. Yeah, I mean, so how many that maybe were at all featured in Black and Gold, not in just job roles or something like that? Because yeah. there are some of those.
1: I mean, Roderick Strong, but he's disappeared.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, no, he's been, He's there.
1: Um I'm guessing he maybe then was on TV this week, and, I, and I'm saying disappeared because I feel like I haven't seen him in the results right. lately. I, like I know he had a. Oh, he hasn't been
0: in the results necessarily, but okay. he has been in in some backstage stuff. Last. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Roddy Cameron Grimes was another one I thought of.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a good one.
0: Um, and I felt like there was one oh Oh, Indy Hartwell a little bit because she was there with the way. Um, But, man, yeah, it's been gutted. That's all I'm saying. It's been gutted. Um, Tampa, though, could perhaps join this, although it seems like they're doing something with him and Ali, uh, Mustafa Ali. So although Mustafa is also working with The Miz and Theory, and Mustafa came back, got himself like six feuds all at once. So good for him. I like Mustafa Ali.
1: Catching up for lost time.
0: Absolutely. They got a bunch of months of feuds to make up, so we're just going to have them run through them all. Um, So I'm going edge on this one, so we have our first uh, difference. I, uh, I'm with you. I'm not real confident on that one at all, but uh, I'm going to go edge. The next one is a uh, shocker. It's a rematch from WrestleMania. Uh, Cody Rhodes is taking on Seth Rollins. I like the story they've told of Seth wanting this match because he didn't have time to prepare for Cody Rhodes, but Cody had time to prepare for Seth last time. So he wants it on an even keel. Um, I like that story. That makes sense to me. Um, it's a, It gives good reason why Seth would want the rematch. Cody's a baby face, Of course, he had, he agrees to it. Um, this is one where I struggle. I'm going to be honest because I, I, the 50-50 booking is a real disease in WWE. They love their 50-50 booking. And if they 50-50 book this, obviously that's Seth Rollins because Cody got the win at WrestleMania. I don't think you should give Cody his first loss a month after he comes back. I just don't. And, and losing Seth Rollins losing doesn't hurt Seth Rollins. He's Teflon. He's fine. I just don't think you should, but I think they might. <laughs> like, so that's, that's what worries me. I, this one definitely feels like it could be Seth. And then you set up a third match, maybe inside hell in a cell. Although I, again, I don't feel this has been quite heated enough. You could do something at WrestleMania backlash to get it there, to make it heated enough, you know, Have Seth Rollins, instead of just being his weird laughter self, like have him go full off evil again. He can do it. We've seen it. A a two-part
1: question then for you. Yeah. Um, Do you think now WWE cares about wins and losses? and And why don't you think Cody's also Teflon?
0: No, I don't think WWE cares as much about wins and losses other than the fact that they do 50-50 booking. Um why don't I think Cody is Teflon? I think they're uh, he he's close to it. He could take the loss, and especially if they have Seth win in some sort of like shenanigan way, you know, low blow or or something. Um I, I just think you want Cody to be special.
1: I think you and, and I, you and I, and others want Cody to be special, and we want them to want Cody to be special. But what's not going to happen? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem, Jim.
0: So, oh. with everything in my, if I'm booking, Cody Rhodes gets this win. Vince McMahon's booking, so I'm going to go Seth Rollins, and shake my head when it happens on Sunday. Although I'll be glad that I got the point here in our heads, ad and you know. Um, I don't have either of these guys in FWL, so it's not going to matter there. Um, I'm going to pick Seth. Cody will be fine. It's This is not burying Cody Rhodes, you know. And there are going to be people on Twitter, if Seth wins, that are going to go, oh, look, they buried Cody Rhodes. He, they just killed the AEW guy when he came, he, came he came in. Shut up. He's fine. He will be fine. Um, I, I think Cody Rhodes is the most likely guy to take the title off of Roman at this point. Um, at some point here in the summer, maybe. But... I'm going to pick Seth. I just don't think it's the right decision. Not that it hurts Cody with the loss. I just think you want Cody. I, I, I think Cody could be made very, very special. And he probably will still be at some level. But that that's my argument with booking. And I'm going Seth.
1: So the, the backdoor way to get out of taking luster off of Cody would be to have Seth win, not by pitfall. Count out, DQ, something like that. Still giving us the reason for the third match, but Cody stays a little bit more pure than than having you know taken the pedigree and losing to Seth Rollins or whatever the finisher
0: might be. I, I will be a little surprised if it's a clean pedigree one, two, three finish. That would surprise me.
1: Yeah,
0: or, and, but, or whatever they use.
1: And before I just give more opinion um, briefly on just the whole idea of the booking of Cody Rhodes and what they could do, because uh, I think that's a good part of what we discuss here. Rollins is my pick as well. So again, I'm going three straight matches that are all rematches with the opposite guy winning coming out of um coming out of what happened at Mania and now what happens here. But to your point to what we discussed a little bit, you know, you are spot on and I think very right to go. If WWE brought Cody Rhodes back, which they clearly did, and they are making an investment in him. And I'm sure they had ideas, and there was a meeting between he and Vince, and they probably said, you know, let's talk about the next 12 months. Let's talk about Mania 38 to Mania 39. What, are we, what do we wanna do in the next 12 months? How do we make money together?
0: You actually think this meeting happened?
1: I know it happened. But again, whether, whether it happened and whether Vince remembers it happened or whether, like, whether, whether, whether what was agreed to or not agreed to or like in principle or in theory and not Austin, um, you know, all of that stuff, like, you know, you could have said, you know, this is it, Cody could have come in and go, listen, I don't want to come and bring the baggage or like the 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 tropes of where I came from here. But I do think fans care about wins and losses. I do think can, fans care about getting behind someone who builds momentum on their path to a title shot. If they had said, you know what, you're you're right. We don't want we don't want to mimic AEW. But, but we actually Cody can really agree with you and with your father's legacy and with your story with what you did here before before you left and how you made yourself and came back and now here you are as the American nightmare let's let's let's, let's take the ball and run with it. Well taking the ball and run with it would mean that you have to beat people along the way. So as opposed to having this match here like we're getting, you know, the right thing, in my opinion, if they would have gone with that story, would have been, you know what, guess what? You don't do the rematch here. Cody goes, Seth, you know what? You can, you can have your opinion that, that I was ready for you, you were not ready for me. But, but I won, and that's that. And and and, I, and I'm here to, to win titles and to cement my legacy. I'm, I'm headed out of other directions. And so here's the thing. You build the anticipation for this match so much more down the line. And then you have Cody move and build the resume by beating other people. Now, who do I have in Cody's uh, Seth's place here? If it's not um, Seth for Cody, I don't know. I haven't given that that much thought. But I'm just kind of pontificating on the spot here about a different way that they could have told the story, building off what you share shared. And I think that we share a similar opinion that we'd like we'd like to see that. That that's the type of wrestling and storytelling that that speaks to us as fans.
0: you have more faith than I do that they talk that far in advance. Um, and and I, I hope they would, because again, back in the old days, here we go, you know, get off my lawn. Um, you know, they booked from WrestleMania backwards. And that makes sense to me. And of course you have to be ready to pivot along the way because things change. People get hurt. People get sick. Um, people get over better than you thought. People don't get over as well as you thought. Um, but I, I, I just, if they thought, what do we, where do we want Cody Rhodes to be at WrestleMania 39? If they've had that discussion, kudos to them. Because I just don't know that I think they have. Um, I hope they have. Oh. Alright, so again, our one difference right now is AJ Styles and Edge. I've got Edge, you got Styles. SmackDown women's title, I quit match. Charlotte Flair defends against Ronda Rousey in, I know this is shocking, a WrestleMania rematch. Um, I guess it's called WrestleMania backlash, so we might as well just I mean, maybe it should be WrestleMania rematch, but um, uh, yeah. So, Tom, you get the first pick on the SmackDown women's title I Quit match, which, by the way, we don't have a Raw women's title match because they burned that off on Raw a couple weeks ago.
1: And so I was at this match in my viewing of WrestleMania night one when we last recorded. And I think you wanted to ask me something about this match. I don't know if you can recall that or if you – I think you were like, have you seen that match yet? Or you know, did you see the finish? And Because I think it plays into this. Or it, definitely, it definitely plays into this. The, the what happened and the why at Mania between these two. Is, has Can you fact- remind me yeah. what
0: the finish was?
1: Yeah, yeah so <laughs> I want to say Ronda had had a victory or ha- ha- had a perceived victory. But the referee made a judgment call and Ronda was not happy about that. And then that distraction allowed Charlotte to get the, the pinfall. Okay. Again, I, it's, it's been it's been ten days plus, and you know, a head cold uh, since I've watched it. So the recall is a little foggy. Nonetheless, I think because of all of that, and because again, we believe, I think today we believe, I think I can, I think we share the same opinion that you know, based on what's out there. A, a co-main event of WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles is going to be Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, and
0: if if it's not, they're insane.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the money, it's the money match in terms of the women's division um, as of right now. You know, I think the only other match that you could potentially get to that point would be Bianca Ronda, but there's not enough history there yet, and that would take a lot of time and building in the next year or uh, eleven months to get there. Um, I think Ronda wins the belt here. I think she unseats Charlotte. I, could they hold her off one more month and do it in Hell in a Cell? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know why you do that to Rousey. Um, again, I thought it was ballsy to not have her win at Mania, um, only because, like, she she's she's one of your unicorns. So you need to treat the unicorn, you know, with, you know, the the, the awe that comes with it that didn't happen. Um, again, not, not necessarily bad, but surprising.
0: Yeah. Rousey's my pick here. This is, uh, we talked about confidence points with our FWO picks with our fantasy wrestling league pickums. This'll be my sixth. Um, it's the one I'm most sure of Uh, 50, 50 booking again, here we go. Um, but yeah, if they push it off one more month, it's almost going to feel like, come on, really? Um, Do I think we could still then see the third match inside Hell in a Cell? Absolutely. I think that's a very, very real possibility in a month's time. Um, But yeah, I think Rousey gets the win here, especially with the I quit stipulation. I can't see Ronda Rousey saying I quit unless they do some sort of like rock mankind thing where you tape it from three hours ago and play it over the PA you know, and run that angle again. I I can't see Rousey capping or saying I quit. Um, Especially this early into however long this run lasts, whether it's all the way through WrestleMania 39, or she leaves for a little bit and comes back around 39, or who knows? Um, yeah, you got to get to Rousey Becky, I think. Um, honestly, I somebody on the uh, one of the Fightful podcasts I was listening to made the comment that they think Bianca should wrestle either Charlotte or, and probably Charlotte next year, or Bailey, and then have her wrestle the other one at WrestleMania 40. And have her beat the four horsewomen in four mm. straight WrestleMania's. And I was like, that would actually be a really cool story to tell. Um, and she's already got two of them. So, I, that, again, if they actually think that through enough. Um, and 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 if Becky Rousey is one of the main events of WrestleMania 39, Bianca Charlotte would make a whole lot of sense as your other top women's match. Uh, for the the other women's belt, whatever, whichever way they go with that. Um you know, maybe Bianca Charlotte's the Raw title and Becky Ronda's the SmackDown. Who knows? But um,
1: you have a it, lot of faith that uh, they're going to have two two belts by that time.
0: Well, they haven't tried to combine these yet, but well, let's just go there. Um, we were supposed was, to get a Raw. I was trying to uh,
1: re- re- put, re- make you read the tea leaves, but yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, and there I went. Um, we were supposed to have a Raw tag team title unification match, which seemingly would have main evented or maybe the SmackDown women's title would have main evented in that world uh, between the Usos and RK-Bro. But because RK-Bro attacked the Usos, I guess, uh, Paul Heyman got it switched to a six-man and Drew was involved in that as well. And so it's now just a six-man tag match, no winner-take-all stip or any, you know, whoever pins somebody wins their title or or nothing like that. Roman Reigns, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso versus Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and Riddle in a match that should happen on SmackDown before or after Backlash. It should not happen at Backlash. This is lazy booking, stupid, doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? You just combined your titles, and Roman Reigns hasn't bothered to defend the dumb things since then, and looks like he probably won't defend it until maybe at Hell in a Cell? Money in the Bank? SummerSlam? I don't know. When's he going to get around defending the title? We have no rule anymore on that. Apparently, we have the six-month rule. You could just hang on to a belt forever and never defend it. Um, if you're in AEW, they'll create an interim title if you're going to miss one title defense. But in WWE, you can just have two belts and never defend either one of them. Breathe, Jim. This is dumb. Um, I mean, it seems like Drew and Reigns is the program. I think Drew... I, I thought they were going to hold this off a little bit. Maybe they just keep running it but I thought they would hold this off. I could have seen Drew and Reigns as the main event of the clash at the castle or whatever it is they're calling in September. And and maybe it still will be. That would have made a lot of sense. Um, somebody said, we'll have Drew beat Reigns and then have Drew and Gunther at, at and, I mean, that would be cool. I don't think WWE's going to do it, um, but for the fans in the UK, that would be very, very cool to have two of their guys um, in the main event. But yeah, much more likely to have, one of them going against Roman or something like that. So they may go to that anyways. Um, but it seems like that's where it's going. I, I I think it's my, is it my pick? Yeah, it's my pick. Yep. Um, two different ways you could tell this story. Either Drew pins one of the Usos. And so they have the Drew, Drew won the match, but he didn't pin Roman. Or tag team members pin each other some way somebody pins somebody from the tag teams i don't think roman reigns factors in unless he pins riddle that's the only person i can see him pinning maybe randy orton but again you could do that too much like drew pinning one of the usos this doesn't make any sense to me like i don't get it so i'm gonna pick i'm throwing a dart on this one because to me i I feel like drew should get be on the winning side to then earn a title shot or, or have an, a stake for a title shot. And yet I have a hard time seeing a pay-per-view go off the air with anybody Roman Reigns standing there with the title belts in the air. Um, Cause that's how every pay-per-view has ended for the last year and a half. Um, but I'm going to go with Drew, Randy and Riddle um, because I think that gets Drew to his title match. And I think it gets Randy and Riddle a chance to say, now we want that title unification match, um, you know, put them up, Usos. I don't know who pins who. I'm a little bit lost on that. Maybe it's Drew pinning a Uso. Maybe it's Randy pinning somebody. I, look, the cool way to do this would be Riddle pins Roman Reigns. Oh my goodness. Like you could make somebody, Drew would still be up there because he'd get the win. He'd have a chance, but you could really start to elevate Riddle. I, look, they're not going to do it. If, if Riddle pins Roman Reigns, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to make a I'm, I'm hangry, so I'm not going to say like I'm going to eat a hat live on TV, live on YouTube. But I'd be stunned. But that's what I would love to see. But I don't think it happens. But Drew, Randy, and Riddle, and I totally could be wrong on that.
1: I don't. I don't think you are. That's my pick as well. And and I think that. So I'm going to go back to what I said a little bit earlier. I think that we're seeing rosters begin to merge, which is really weird because it seemed like for the longest time, at least the execs, I'm going to call them the execs. Uh, of of USA Network and and Fox wanted unique characters that drove their shows and made their viewing be uh, something that viewers were drawn to. We've seen a lot less of that exclusivity, even though there has been some since Mania. I think we're gonna continue that trend in the months to come. I may be wrong, we may be back here in August and you may go well. You know, they tried it for a month, and clearly, you know, it, it is what it is. Kind of like whatever that gimmick was, where they, you know, had the you can once every three months you can switch brands and challenge somebody else for whatever, um, whatever that was called. Do you remember what, the, what was the name of that thing they called the Superstar Swappers? I don't know, like the
0: yeah, yeah, something like that. Some
1: some goofy thing, um, but I think this is I think this is their effort or their attempt to begin changing from short impact booking to more long-term booking. And I think the Drew Roman story is maybe the first effort in this in this process because I do see Drew getting the title shot at Clash of the Castle. Now do I think that that's the first time he gets a title shot? No, I think he needs to get a shot at Roman. I don't know when probably hell on the cell and lose. and then Roman says you're not getting the shot back and then Drew, wins at money in the bank to stake his claim uh and then something i don't know what would happen at SummerSlam. i haven't gotten you know been able to pull, pull pieces together but then out of that we get to clash at the castle and then drew gets the challenge i do love your idea of riddle winning and getting a shot at roman um because that would be fun and entertaining and something where roman could look vulnerable but you know, put another notch in his belt by beating Riddle. It would even be more uh, impactful if Riddle only gets the win after Drew McIntyre hits Claymore. Again, I think you and I have come up with at least half a dozen ideas in the forty-eight minutes we've been talking, um, and not all that time on WWE. Way more than what their creative team has done, and and again. Ch- I'm sure they would love to challenge me on that. Well, you're not in the business, kid. You're right, I'm not. But clearly, you know, if I'm being thoughtful and, and 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 thinking of it from a logistical critical eye, as we both are, you know, there are other fans out there that that do care and do do want to be rewarded for the investment they're making when they watch your product. So, um, I don't, I, I don't, I think, I think the show ends on Sunday with Drew McIntyre, and maybe sword in hand you know, celebrating as the show goes off
0: the air. I mean, at least he got to cut the ropes at WrestleMania, right? <laughs> um, um, it was a spectacle, I guess, whatever. Um, all right. So looking at it, we have one difference, uh, which is Edge and AJ Styles. So that's going to determine do I get a three match lead or does Tom close the gap? Uh, I'll still have the lead after the show, which is kind of nice. Uh, with only a couple of shows left. I think the last, We'll have three more uh, to pick now with Forbidden Door. Uh, we'll have Double or Nothing. Uh, we'll have Hell in a Cell, and we'll have Forbidden Door. Am I forgetting anything?
1: Nope, that's it. And and thank goodness for AEW, because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like without AEW, I don't have a chance. But I think I, – <laughs> I, 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 watch, I'll say that in a month from now when we pick, uh, three weeks from now when we pick, we'll be, like, identical across the board.
0: It, it could be, but I hope I've expanded my lead and just uh, – Trying to decide what figure I want by that point. but uh, <laughs> Well, Tom, it's been good to connect with you on a late night uh, podcast recording. Uh, nobody joined us live, not shocking with the hour that we're recording at. Uh, but whenever you listen to this, I'll get it out on the podcast feed probably in the morning, Thursday morning um, to everybody. And, and if you catch it on YouTube, great. We appreciate you being here. Tom, always a pleasure to be with you. Anything you want to say before we uh, wrap this thing up?
1: Well, I just, just to end, not that we ended on a down note with, you know WrestleMania backlash picks, but I I want to ask you: Do you want to know what the tournament brackets are for the Owen Hart Memorial Cup Men's side without without any spoilers?
0: Sure. Don't tell me who wins the qualifiers from tonight. Yep. Just yep. say yep. qualifier from tonight. Yep. because so, there were two qualifiers tonight, right? Ray and Dante, and then Yep, and then and the
1: Bobby Fish versus Jeff Hardy.
0: Bobby Fish, Jeff Hardy. Thank okay. you. I was thinking Jeff Hardy was in
1: one. Yep. So on the-
0: Can I, can I just say, too, how much I don't care about the Hardys in AEW? Anyways.
1: it Just wait till you watch that match and, and just 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 soak it all in, man. Soak it all in. <laughs> all right. So the right side of the bracket, as you'll see them on your screen, when they actually visually get revealed to you when you get to watch AEW, it is the winner of Jeff Hardy, Bobby Fish versus Darby Allin. And okay. Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood.
0: That's an interesting match. Okay.
1: Left side of the bracket, the winner of Dante Martin, Ray Phoenix versus Kyle Riley. And Samoa Joe versus the Joker.
0: Oh, there's a Joker. There's a Joker. I hadn't caught that there, we'd only qualified seven out of the eight. Well, the Joker could be interesting.
1: Yes. And, and again, you wouldn't have known until tonight about the Joker because right. they just shared But like they they could have realistically announced a qualifier for Rampage tonight. True. Um Rampage is on at five thirty Eastern on Friday. Yes. Just 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 if you hadn't heard that yet. I will um, still
0: be at work when Rampage is on at four thirty in the afternoon my time.
1: Pretty pretty funny. So California,
0: so, two thirty. Two thirty in the afternoon it's on. Yeah.
1: Jim Ross makes a comment about uh it's it's on during happy hour, which probably yeah, pretty probably much. From Jim Ross, I don't know that that's what you want to be saying. Um, yeah, no. So so, so, just on that alone, not knowing who actually qualifies, um, real quick thoughts on the tournament, because when we talk next week, we'll be into the tournament. So,
0: yeah. I, 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 Those brackets sound very interesting to me. I think Ray or Dante versus Kyle O'Reilly sounds like a really cool match. Um, I think the Joker is always interesting to me because it always gets built up, and then who is it? Please don't make it sat and sing. let's not do that yet. Um, let's wait, hold off on that. We'll get there. Um, I'm going to guess that Jeff Hardy beats Bobby Fish. And so you get Jeff Hardy, Darby Allen, because that seems like a match AEW would want to do. Uh, maybe not though. Maybe you save that for some later time and and watch me not care. Because um, I the Hardys just are doing nothing for me on this run. Um, and then uh, Adam Cole-Dax, I, I just think that's going to be a good match. Like, uh, There's no chance Dax wins that, I don't think. Um, but uh, I wouldn't be stunned to see Darby Allin win the whole darn thing, to be honest. I, okay. I could see him being the... I'm trying to think who would they want to honor Owen by lifting up. I feel like it's going to be a baby face. But I don't know. If, if it's not him, I could see Joe win in the whole darn thing, too. Just because.
1: Well, I look forward to ha- having you find out who qualifies. And then there's at least one opening round match next Wednesday. There may be more by the time we get there. So we'll at least have one in the bag and then maybe a, a, a timeline for, for the rest. And then the women's tournament should also kick off. Um, there's another ra- qualifier on Rampage. And there, and there might, there might be a joker for the women's tournament too. They didn't really give that a lot of time tonight um, because they focus on other aspects of their women's division, which I won't say more. But it's, it's good stuff. So
0: okay. yeah. Well, and I know they've got the Ring of Honor uh, women's title match. So, uh, and uh, and I hope I was right in my guess because I picked up my girl Mercedes uh, in the fantasy wrestling league. To try to get me some points. So.
1: My girl Mercedes.
0: My girl Mercedes. Mm. Let's let's get me some points. That's what we're looking for here. So I don't know why I just did that accent. Oh. It's late. That's what I'll say.
1: Well, thanks All for right. ha- thanks for humoring me with that brief AEW snippet. I feel like That's that fine. ends us on a little bit more positive, exciting note.
0: <laughs> right. I'm I am very excited to watch uh, Dynamite as I always am, and and see where this tournament heads. Love me a tournament. You love a tournament. We're running two of them, and New Japan's running the Best of Super Juniors Turner Tournament. It's there's a bunch of interesting matchups in that tournament that I will have absolutely no time to watch. So I'm not even going to try. Um, wish I could, but I, I love that they're able to get some folks over there, some uh, some American wrestlers and, and Mexican and, and other um, nationalities so they can mix it back up a little bit and not be as just New Japan juniors like they've had to do the last couple of years. So I love that that's happening. Makes me salivating for the G1 to think about who could go over and, and work the G1 and, and things that could happen. I mean, there's all those people. We, we got Wheeler Udo over there. There's a couple other guys in Blackpool Combat Club that I would love to see in the G1. Yeah. And then I would have to try to make time to watch the G1. And I don't know where that comes from. So, well,
1: And I saw a tweet that like now because of the dollar and because of the yen, like that New Japan world is like less than $8 a month. Like that's, that's it's like, such a great deal. And a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a such a great
0: deal that I have absolutely no time to watch.
1: Yeah. Just here's the thing. Just stop working and just all you right. do is walk wrestling.
0: Why didn't I play the Powerball last week when it was almost a half a billion? Um, Tom, there is a Powerball winner for a million dollars that hasn't claimed their prize. I saw in Michigan. So uh, I don't know if you played, but you might want to check those numbers.
1: Not me. sadly. Sad to hear.
0: Sad, sad to hear. Um, well, everybody have a safe week and weekend. Uh, we will be back next, hopefully on Friday of next week uh, with kind of our normal early morning recording, get it out uh, to everybody uh, for the weekend. So
1: backlash takeaways or
0: backlash takeaways. Yes. Or laments.
1: AEW talk. Um, Maybe we'll talk about a draft again. I know we we want to, we want to rewatch and and do a retro review of WrestleMania five that a listener had requested. So we haven't lost sight of that. uh, Hang with us. You know, I promise we'll get it to you before it shows up in your Christmas stocking.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Well, everybody have a great week and uh, we will talk to you again soon soon here on two spot monkeys live.